It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Triggynet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here today, and I have to tell you, I am very excited about my guest um, today. Our guest has not been on for a while because I cannot believe it's almost five years I'm doing my radio show. So I believe it's been a couple of years um, since our guest has been on. It might be about two years. But the last time he was on our show, I have to tell you, I was getting emails from people telling me that they had their pad of paper and their pen writing away the entire time during our one-hour interview. So I know today's show is going to be the exact same way. So get your pad of paper ready, get your pen ready, and um, get ready for some great, great information today. So let's start with the business tip of the day. So this is an interesting one. Um, I got a phone call from my sister today, and she is in a job. Somehow, someway, my poor sister ends up in the financial industry, and she is anything but a corporate type of person. She as is as creative as you know, she's a designer. She worked at, uh, she went to FIT. She's a graduate of FIT Institute here in New York. And, um, but somehow she got pigeonholed into the financial world and it's just not her cup of tea. And she's struggling so much because she wants to bring out her creativity and make a move. And I was talking to her this morning and I had said to her, you know what? If you need to make a change in your career or in your business, it doesn't mean that you just have to try something and that's going to be the be and end all of everything. I said to her, take a step back, look at the big picture, try something out for three months. If it doesn't work, guess what? It doesn't mean that you have to stick with something that's not working, just have faith and switch it up and change it up. And I have to tell you, she felt so much better with that advice. So I give all of my entrepreneurs and listeners out there that same piece of advice. If you're stuck on something, change it up. If it doesn't work, don't worry. Just change it up again. All right. With that, I cannot wait to bring my guest on. Our guest today is William, who goes by the name Bill Corbett. So Bill Corbett is the junior, let's throw that in there, is the president of Corbett Public Relations, Inc., a public relations firm which specializes in media relations, personal branding, and LinkedIn consulting. Using experience, creativity, and personal media contacts, the firm secures valuable media coverage for clients across the nation. This year alone, the firm's clients have been covered on Fox News, CNNMoney.com, 
The New York Times, Wall Street Journal, AP, and hundreds of other media outlets. For over 25 years, Bill has been assisting clients grow their brand and businesses. He is the creator of LinkedInWinner.com and Grow Your Personal Brand, two programs which assist individuals become more effective marketers, networkers, and salespeople. So with that, I can't wait to welcome Bill Corbett to Paying It Forward. Good morning, Bill. Hey, Josephine. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Bill, I'm like jumping up and down. I don't always get this excited about my guests, but I'm so thrilled you're back on the show. Thank you for taking the time. Well, as we're talking, you should text your sister and tell her to tune in because I think the things we'll talk about today will uh, be helpful to her because I heard your tip of the day and I can't uh, help but help believe that uh, the things we're going to talk about can help her because really it's about thinking about what you want out of your life and what you want out of your career. And to accomplish that, you need to build your brand. You need to build uh, a presence out there that help you direct your uh, career and where you want to go. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that today and some of the tools and tactics you can use to really achieve success you know, on your own and find the place where you want to be. Well, this is great. I'm so excited. So, Bill, tell me, is Rob a client of yours? He is, right? Rob Basso? Yes. Rob yes, Bob's been a client of mine for like 12 years, I think. Uh, well, we've been working together for a very long time, and uh, we've, we've seen some great successes. And uh, now Rob is, uh, you know, he's on Fox News uh, pretty regularly with uh, Fox Business with Neil Cavuto and in the paper a lot and has a lot of things going on that we've, uh, you know, helped along the way. Yeah, I have to tell you, Rob Basso has also been um, a guest on our show, and I saw the transformation, and I know you had a big part to do with that, and the whole branding of Rob, you know, if anybody has the time to go and look up Rob's whole entire, his website, his blog, um, I think, Bill, Bill, you've helped him a lot with that, and I know you do a lot of the videos for him. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Well, some of them in the past. We, we, we yeah. kind of got away from that the past couple of years. But, you know, the early days, you know, I was out there shooting the videos and editing them, but then it, then it grew into more, uh, you know, professional uh, crews that we used. But Rob actually just launched a new website, which is uh, robbasso.com. You should uh, check it out, because if we're talking about personal branding and personal marketing, that is, you know, a perfect example yeah. of you know, how over the years someone has created a brand and how they're leveraging it now for their business, their career, and uh, and, for, for, and for the fun of being uh, what somebody wants to be, an entrepreneur and a successful person. Yeah, this is great. So I can't wait. I'll start with our first question, if that's okay. Um, sure. Bill, do most people have personal marketing plans? Well, Let's see. I've I've done probably fifty to one hundred speaking engagements in the New York area in the past five years, uh, and I typically start off my presentation ask that question, and I can tell you that I've never had a room where more than about five percent of the people raised their hands who said they did. So that was very that's been very disturbing, but it's also kind of set me off on a mission, and it's a mission very similar to your mission, where you want to help entrepreneurs and business people uh, do better. Uh, be more successful and and help them, you know, come up with ideas and ways to market. So only about 5% of people actually have a plan. So there's 95% of people who don't. They're winging it. And, you know, winging it is really not a way to go through 
uh, your business career or your or your life or anything yeah. you do. So you really we're going to talk today about having a plan and what's what's part of that plan. But I think everyone, like you said, you have to take a step back. And the advice you give to your sister, you take you know, take a step back and think about where you want to be, what goals you have, and then cre- you need to create a plan and uh, a plan to get there. We're going to particularly talk about a marketing plan and a personal marketing plan uh, where people can that people can use to you know achieve your goals. But you can't just wing it. You just get, or you're not going to get yeah. in a car and just go drive somewhere willy nilly. You're going to have a direction. You have a destination where you want to go when you get in your car. So same I thing agree. Here. I agree so much with that because a lot of times, as business owners, I mean, when I interview entrepreneurs, sometimes that word um, "paralyze" comes into play. That that as entrepreneurs, sometimes you get so overwhelmed, you become paralyzed. And a lot of times, I think it goes back to exactly what you just said. It happens more often to people who are just winging it. Whereas if you have a plan and you know what your plan is and you break that plan down into quarterly you know, your full one-year plan, your quarterly plan, your weekly plan, and your daily plan, a lot of times paralysis doesn't, there's no time for it because you know exactly what's happening. Right. So, it doesn't have to be overly complex. I mean, I tell right. people you only need a page or two, you know, like even a page just to write out some of these things and, and just keep a focus and take a look at it every once in a while. It doesn't have to be that, that scary. Really can be quite simple. You just have to think about it a little bit. So I'm kind of throwing this at you, Bill. But what is the difference between the marketing plan and the the business plan? Is the marketing plan? I think I know the answer to this. I hope I do. I've got my MBA in marketing. But is the marketing plan set and alone and different from the business plan, or how do they yeah. interplay? Well, the marketing plan is different. It's how you market your business. A business plan really sets objectives for growth and sales and financials and all the things that meant production, operations, all that that, com- that comprises what a business is. And the marketing marketing plan is a subset of that. And then and then okay. a subset of that marketing plan is, is the personal marketing plan. Maybe that's the how an individual, a salesperson, uh, the director of marketing, the CEO of the company, what is their specific plan for themselves? So that's even a, another step removed. And a lot of people think they, they live under the umbrella of a business and their marketing plan, and they do, but that doesn't mean they don't need to have a marketing plan for themselves and for their career. I mean, some big business people may not want people to hear this, but you have to watch out for your own destiny. Since 2008, really the world has changed. The economy changed, businesses contracted, and really, you have to look out for yourself. You can't rely on others, and that, that's important in your career and in your company. No job is sacred anymore. You can lose your job at any time. You know, unless you're the owner of the business, there, there, there's a possibility that you could get let go. So because of that, you need to have your own marketing plan. So the business has its plan, which is marketing to generate leads, promote the company, and promote the business to uh, get the attention that's needed to drive business and help out sales. Marketing is not sales. It's a support of the sales function. And then uh, individuals who fall into that can market themselves to, you know, help mar- make the sales for the company and become valuable, but also advance their careers and uh, and be more successful. Well, this is great. I I already am writing down so many notes, and I'm sure the listeners are too. And we're coming up on a break really soon. But um, so now that we know that the marketing plan is a subset, more or less, of the business plan, and that the personal brand is really 
would you consider it a subset of the marketing plan, or are we looking at it to like two completely well, you different? Know, you have to look at it a little bit differently because yeah. you look at okay, you know, th- say you're you're a CEO of a company and you're you're and you're running the company. You're, so your brand is going to be in line with the marketing plan of the organization, right? Right. But say you're a, you're a salesman for an insurance company, for example. You know, yes, you're going to be under the marketing umbrella of that insurance company, but you have to make your own sales. You you're responsible for your commissions and you're responsible for the growth of your business. It's it's a business within a business, right? So wow. that's where the personal marketing and and creating a personal brand is important because you have to create your own business. You have to create your own excitement. You have to create your own uh, contacts and leads. Wow. And this the, the, is the business, great. The business plan will, the, the marketing plan will help support you, but you have to take initiative on your own. Perfect. Okay, when we come back, we'll be talking more about personal branding. Stay with us, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Do you feel like when you watch a cooking show or read a food magazine that the recipes are not practical for a busy family? Do you wish you could have a conversation with someone about the best way to get dinner on the table fast after a long day at work? Are you tired of cooking dinner only to have your family turn up their nose at all of your hard work? Do you want to hear more about healthy living and finding more time to find your passion in life? We'll pull up a chair and visit with Heather Tallman, host of Around the Kitchen Sink. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. here on Tugginet Radio. Like many women, finding balance in life and time to take care of yourself is hard to do. Between managing a career and marriage and children and a busy family schedule, it's hard to maintain a sense of self. And Heather shares how she does it. Check out Heather's website, basilmama.com. Join us for food and a whole lot more on Around the Kitchen Sink with your host, Heather Tallman, Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. The WooHoo Radio Network presents the Diva Download with Tracy and Tasha. If you think Diva is all about attitude and drama, think again. The Diva Download is the premier online radio program where girls of all ages, shapes, sizes, and colors get together to redefine what it means to be a diva so that all girls can discover their inner diva and develop a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem. Being a true diva means you're diverse, involved, value-driven, and active. That's today's diva. If you want to celebrate the girl in your life through education, encouragement, empowerment, and entertainment, join us every week on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and celebrate the essence of being a girl only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. I'm so excited to have Bill Corbett with us from Corbett Public Relations. And Bill is actually a business owner from Long Island, right where I live. So I'm very, very excited. 
to help support a local business here. So with that, let's get back to our discussion about personal branding. So who exactly needs a personal brand, Bill? Well, really, it's it's everyone. Every everybody who has uh, you know a desire to grow their career, be more successful in business, um, be more successful even in the non for profit world, and even if you're an actor or a performer or a student, uh, any, anybody really needs to do that. Really, what is your personal brand, and it's really how you're perceived in uh, in your marketplace. But people have to remember, there's two ways that you're being perceived. There's the perception in the real world. You know, at networking events where we physically meet each other, and there's also this online or this cyber presence that we have too. You have a you have a persona and a personality online. So there's two places where you're going to be building this brand where people get to know who you are. And you know, from salespeople you've had on that people want to do business right with people they know, like, and trust. So branding, personal branding, is the way that you. Get introduced to people, get them to know you, get them to like you, and eventually get them to trust you to do business with you. But but even if you're an associate, say you're an associate in a law firm, and you want to uh, uh, grow in in the firm, you want to be, get an advancement, you want to get a promotion, you want to become a partner. Well, creating a persona both online and in the real world that shows your expertise as an attorney um, and the person who gets things done will only go to help you advance your career. And the more people you connect with, the more valuable you are with the firm. And then when you start generating business, well, you're, you're going to move up the ladder. And that's, and that's basically it. So personal brand can be really for, for almost everyone, even, even mm-hmm. a secretary could be, yeah. uh, you know, if she's perceived right and she has good connections and she can help a business uh, with uh, making connections and awareness, you know, there, there's value there. Yeah, I think this is great. And Bill, I mean, even as an entrepreneur, I know in my own business, I mean, my thing is that I wear so many different hats. I am dying to finish my book, which I have been concentrating on in the past couple of um, weeks. But um I have my radio show. I have my Glovies product, which, Bill, I haven't told you, but my Glovies product is really taking off, and I'm so excited. Nice. Yeah, because the last time you were on my show, my product was a completely different product. And I have literally rebranded the whole entire thing. And um, I'm so excited. I'm selling on Amazon and they're taking off. And it's amazing what people are using the Glovies for. So the whole branding is important. But the reason why I bring this up is because I've got the radio show, I've got my Glovies, and I've got my book. And what I've decided to do about a year ago was, wait a second, people have to understand and know who I am, Josephine Gerasi, even though I'm wearing all these different hats. So what I did was I actually went out and started um, an entire new website that's josephinegerasi.com and trying to pull it all together. And it goes into exactly what you were saying, that I realized, you know what, people want to know who's behind the product, who's behind the radio show, who's behind the book. And um, it's starting to – it's starting to all come together because – I guess with the LinkedIn, with Twitter and everything, it's just people are establishing, I think, credibility with me. Or I don't know, what is the word, Bill? It's almost like people feel that they know me and I've never met them before. You know, it's 
I guess that's the whole purpose of... It's a brand. It's it's your credibility. It's your reputation. You know, all of those things from from the PR world where I, you know, I I am in and I I come from, that's what we've always been about is creating uh, perception and creating awareness of, of people, brands, and, you know, and services and companies. And and you're doing that, and but again, it comes back to that that, that theory of people want to you, know, you need to, for people to buy from you. They have to know you, they have to like mm-hmm. you, and again, they have to trust you. But um, I had I was working with a woman who, who was consulting with her a little bit. She had a perfume, right? And uh-huh. you can't, no one's going to be able to smell a perfume over the internet. They're you know they're rarely going to be able to get to a store to to try it if you're just starting off. And I said, well, how are you going to sell this? He said, well, I'm going to market to all these big chain stores. And I go, no, you have to market yourself because people are going to buy you. They're not going to buy the perfume. They're going to buy you, and then if they, and then they'll, if they like the perfume, they'll buy more of it. But mm-hmm. you have to sell you because they'll never have a chance to try your product. And, most, and in most cases, that, that's, that's how it works. They have to know the people who are behind the product or company or service and say, okay, that's, some, that's, that's something that I need or would like. And I'll try it based on this relationship that I've built with this with this person. And it could be an accountant, it could be a law firm, it could be a non for profit that helps animals, whatever it is. Um, but it's all based on on relationships, and that's really how the internet and the marketing and technology has evolved. Where it's a much easier to build these one to one or one to small group relationships with people and educate them. Yeah, this is perfect, and I think you just answered the next question. How does social media assist in growing your personal brand? Well, you have to look at the different social media sites, you know, whether it's mm-hmm. Facebook, Pinterest, or Twitter, or LinkedIn, whatever, and find the one that matches you best. Another thing I ask at my seminars uh, is, is to people, do you, do you know who your ideal clients are? Do you know who is your who are your best referral sources? Do you know what your audience is? And people are dumbfounded; they don't know what I'm talking about. And, and nothing nothing wrong with that because they haven't they're not marketing people; they're not mm-hmm. trained in marketing. And I don't hold, you know, hold that against people. That's where we where you and I are educating people, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but you have to look at it, think about okay, who who who's buying my product or service? And and you need to write out a description of who those people are. Is it is it moms? You know, stay at home moms? Is it? Accountants, who, who's buying your service, and and then then with that knowledge you can then market, and then you can determine which social media site. If it's if it's B two B, you go on LinkedIn. You go on B two C, business to consumer. You're you're a better play on on Facebook because that's where those people have the you know people regular people have conversations about the products and things they use. You know, but but for the most part, social media is not really designed for direct sales. It's designed for relationship building between people and brands so that they feel comfortable at the point when they need to buy something that they know the people and they know the companies and they'll and they'll choose them. So you know, take a step back and, and determine which which media you know, which social media site is best for you. Is it photo driven? Yeah, you know, I think this is idea. great. So let's go back to that first question that you brought up. Who is your ideal client? The only thing I wanted to mention about that that I think is so you're dead on with that, Bill, is that when I was trying to figure out who my ideal client was for my Glovies product, I tried not to stop at it's for moms. Well, what kind of moms? Are they first-time moms? Mm-hmm. Are they moms that have one child? Are they moms that have, you know, a 10-year-old, a 5-year-old? Or if you can narrow down just I almost had to go into levels or subsets of exactly who, I wouldn't stop at who that mom was how many 
children they had. What I started to do was what region would they live in? Are they just as good for somebody in the South as it is for somebody, you know, in the, on the East Coast, on the West Coast? And the more you can figure out the specifics of your ideal client, the narrower your niche comes. And I think your efforts are rewarded more so. At least yes. that's what I've learned with my mm-hmm. Glovey's product. Absolutely. It's called your focus. You have to focus on the... The verticals, and I use a lot of these you know, marketing terms, you focus on the verticals or the audiences uh-huh. that you're most interested in. You know, if you're a business that uh, caters to a, a variety of different industries, then you have to have an approach for the different industries that you're, you're going after. Uh, we do believe, though, you know, the companies that we work with and consult with it, the more narrow the focus is, the more niche focus it is, the easier it is to market to those people. Now, you also have to remember yeah. to put it in a hierarchy. Who are the best clients or customers that reap, for you, the greatest reward, the greatest return on investment, or the greatest profit? You know, you know, you know the phrase, the low-hanging fruit. Well, you, want, you do want to go after them for, first because you want to get the easy clients and the most of those easy clients as possible and the most profitable you know, clients as possible. If it takes a lot of hard work to get a small client, you want to stay away from that. You want to spend the time you need to get the good client that gives you the best, you know, best return, return on your effort. So if it's moms from Long Island who live on the South Shore with two kids, then that's, that's your, that's your uh, target yeah. demographic. Well, this is great. I have to tell you what I learned. Um, I cannot believe how successful I have personally been with Facebook ads. You know, Bill, at first, and it goes back to almost my business tip of the week, I was saying to myself, you know, it's going to cost me X dollars to run a Facebook ad. Is it really worth it? I was driving myself crazy over this. I'm like, should I do Google ads? Should I do Facebook ads? How else should I advertise? And all of a sudden, I said, what have I got to lose? Mm -hmm. Let me just try it once. If it doesn't work, so I won't do it again. And I have to tell you, it goes into exactly what you just said. That yes, there's many social medias, but Facebook is where the moms are. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you, my sales skyrocketed with sure. um, just by doing a, a very, very simple ad. So just try things. If it doesn't work, switch it up. Facebook advertising is very inexpensive, and you know I wasn't a big fan of it either. You know, a couple of years ago, but we've used it more for to build audience and to build awareness, and it does work very well there. It's not you know it's not super expensive. And for for small budgets, companies can get exposure to uh, lots of people, and it, it's it's and it's easy to use, and it does it does work. Is it you know the the solution for everybody? No, but it depends on your product. And but don't be afraid to dip your toe in the water of advertising there. You're trying a little bit maybe on LinkedIn if you're in the B two B world, and uh, maybe some other strategies. I think this is great. But, Bill, I mean, I am just completely blown away with what the little guys like me can do nowadays in the year 2014 compared to even when I started my business like eight years ago. It's completely night and day, and I feel like, you know, I have like a whole entire distribution center, and um, I'm dealing with a, a really high-end um group of salespeople and all of this stuff and they keep looking at me bill saying to myself saying to me how have you single-handedly 
accomplished what you've accomplished with your Glovies product. And I look at them and a lot of times the answer is, you know, social media. I've been Mm -hmm. able to get out there and get the word out with the brand awareness. But I can't believe we're halfway through our show. We're on another break, but we're going to be back with Bill Corbett. So stay with us, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. It's time to devote time to yourself and strap yourself in for a fun, down-to-earth, enthusiastic, compassionate, easy-to-understand discussion on the unlimited ways you can be all that you want to be. Join us for Bee Institute Radio with Christine McKee on Toginet Radio. Each week... Christine will have lively and open discussions and interviews, share stories and case studies, and hear from experts on the topic of the week. Christine, a registered psychologist from Australia and published author of Be by Design, How I Be is Up to Me, hosts lively discussions and interviews every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu, Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Helen Wu was born and raised in San Francisco's Chinatown, and after a very difficult upbringing, fighting depression, abuse, and addictions, she finally finds herself genuinely happy inside and out. Helen believes in taking our positive thinking and doing something positive to achieve a positive outcome. She's here to make a positive difference in your life, to be your game changer, your aha moment mentor. She's ready to help both men and women get into a better place. Helen Wu is also the author of Self-Aid Success Stories, 25 Success Stories from Successful Entrepreneurs. Inspired by Ellen DeGeneres, Helen wants the world to know that just because we find ourselves in a difficult situation doesn't mean we have to stay there. We can aid ourselves to a better life. So join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I'm so excited to have Bill Corbett with us from Corbett Public Relations. So, Bill... My next question to you, of course, we're talking all about personal branding and social media. What are some of the mistakes you see people making when marketing and using social media? Well, the first one is, we've been talking a lot about Facebook today, uh, is not including images or videos in posts. The uh, posts that have that, that content, visual content, people want to see that, and they're more engaging, and they're uh, two, three times more uh, shareable, likable, you know, people comment on them. So that's, that's a big mistake. Just posting, hey, I'm having breakfast or doing other things. Or, include some yeah. content, but include some, some video there. And the other is, and particularly with, uh, with LinkedIn, is what I call the Ron Pupil mistake. They set it and forget it. You know, they, they create a bio, they create a profile, they create this nice-looking LinkedIn you know, presence, and then they walk away. They don't do anything yeah. with it. They, they don't post updates. They don't 
engage with people through groups. They don't do the things that are needed to start conversations with people. And that really, that really comes to the biggest mistake of all, is, and we started the show off with it, is having a plan. You really, you really need to have a marketing plan or a personal branding plan for, for yourself and your social media activities. And a, and a plan doesn't have to be overly complex, but you can't just go at social media in this ad hoc, willy-nilly kind of way. You need to have a plan, and a plan involves having goals and objectives and, and ways to achieve them and, and really define what you're going to do to make to make your activity successful. And that's those are really the biggest mistakes with social. I mean, also, you, you don't want to get into conversations about politics, controversial issues, or religion, yeah. especially if you're using social media for business. Um, those types of conversations will, will drive people away and do the opposite of making people know, like, and trust you. They'll, they won't like you, they won't trust you, and they'll go away. Right. Okay, I agree with all of that. I also, you know, I even do that on my radio show. I try to stay away from those topics, Bill. But uh, you're so right. It's all about building the trust. But um, what was I going to ask you? I was going to ask you something else about social media. So, Bill, I know that um, for everybody, it's it's different as to whether they like LinkedIn or um, Twitter. I'm a big tweeter i guess i'm a big tweeter and um i try to do facebook but how many is it minutes or hours do you think somebody should spend on social media a day that's a good question so it really it really comes down to creating what i call a time budget and your social media schedule your time budget is how much time you're going to spend a month um and the schedule is what you're actually going to do when right so, and, you, and, you, and this is not a set rule for any, you know, because every business right. is different. And you have to learn as you go and you have to experiment. So maybe you start off with 20 minutes a day or an hour a day or a half hour a day, right? And, and figure out how many hours that is during the course of the month. And then you have to determine what you're going to do, you know, during that time. Are you going to tweet? Are you going to connect with people? Are you going to post things on uh, Facebook? Are you going to share your blog? Are you going to investigate articles and comment on what, what are all those different things that you can do so that your your name and your presence is out there and you can make connections with people? So you have to have that. You really have to have a plan of action for using social media. And then when you have when you've determined how much time, then you're in you're you're, you're you can test it and you can say, okay, this is working for me. I'll put more time in. It's not working for me. Okay, I'm going to pull back. And you want to create the optimal amount of time where you get the ROI, the return on investment. If you spend 10 hours a month and you don't get any business from it, don't do it anymore. Cut back or try something else. That's the biggest mistake. Don't time is what right? It's money. You don't want to waste your money. You don't waste your time. So you gotta you gotta pull back and do what's working and not and not do what's not working. How do you feel about business owners hiring? I know your answer to this, I think, Bill. Hiring somebody to do your social media. Well, there's there's good things and there's bad things. You know, the the good thing about it is that, you know, people are busy and some things in social media that can be done kind of automated. You can have uh, tweets and posts go out on a regular basis, and maybe hiring somebody to do that is is good, and they can help you, PR firms, marketing firms, and I work with a number of them, help you create your message, because most people aren't marketing people, so they need some support. And, you know, hiring a a marketing firm to help you with this is is a good idea, because they know 
the language. They know how to market people. They know how to reach the audiences, right? The, the negative side is that when you hire people who start speaking for you, then it's not your voice. And there can be a disconnect between what they say and how you really would say what you want to say in your brand. So if you do hire somebody, they, you sh- they should know you very well, and, and you should have, uh, uh, I guess, these strict protocols but they should know what your brand message is very clearly and only post information that's consistent with what you stand for. And okay. make sure that they make a mistake, you know, not, not to do it again. Well, I have to tell you, I agree with you so much. And I have to say I did hire somebody to do some of my social media for Glovies, and mm-hmm. she was really good. But, you know, I completely freaked out, Bill, when she put up a picture of a mom and on it, it said, sorry, I haven't been a good friend. I've been busy with my business or something to that. I almost had a heart attack, Bill. I said, oh, my God. I said, I have all of my followers that's not true. No matter how busy I am with mm-hmm. my business, I always make time for my friends. You know, I, I'm going for a walk with one of my girlfriends that I haven't seen for a long time this afternoon. It's during business hours. I'll be talking about my business. I'll be picking her brain because she's a mom with a toddler about glovies and all of that stuff. But it was a wrong message. It, it, I am a good friend, no matter how you look mm-hmm. at it. Even if I haven't talked to a friend in a month, I never want anybody to think that I'm right. a bad friend. And it goes back to exactly what you just said. You've got to make sure that this person really knows you well. And, you know, she is a young girl that doesn't have children and is not a mom. So I think to her it was, mm-hmm. you know, just a, a sweet little saying or something cute. Well, it got the wrong message across, and I have to tell you, I pulled back so much, and I said, oh, my God, I don't like somebody else speaking for me because you are really giving them full reign to kind of go out there. I don't know, Bill. I pulled back. You you hear about it in the news all the time, though, that did a a, a PR department for a large company or a consulting firm, you know, tweeted something off color or done something, did something wrong. So you have to have that close relationship, but look. The, the, the name of the game is you have to be in the game. You know, you have yes. to be in the social media game. And if you're a business or an individual that doesn't have the time or the, or the experience or the knowledge to do it, you, you may have to rely on consultants and other people to help you. And just keep, uh, have a policy, have, have a relationship with, with those people. And, hey, look, they made the, this lady who worked with you made a mistake. You know, and they, but you learn from your mistakes. And that's, right. why, that's why you're in business. You, you make mistakes and hopefully you don't make them again and, and your business grows. And, and, and that's what it's all about. You know, you're you're going to make mistakes. Make, mistakes yeah. are actually, it's important to make mistakes because you learn from them and you can be more efficient and more effective. Okay, so this is great. So I just got a question emailed to me. Are you ready for this, Bill? Okay. It says, great show, great energy. So I thought maybe you'd like to know that. Okay, here's the question. If you're not seeing any return after plugging away and you have a good product, where do you start first? If you start plugging away, I'm assuming that means on, on LinkedIn on or, or media on, online? Is what, I, I'm taking it that they're, they must mean social media. Well, I think it comes back to what we talked about. I think it comes to the point where you have to narrow down your target audience, and then you have to also look at this time budget. 
you know, that social media is only one part of marketing. And I didn't talk about this last time I was on with you, but I call your marketing plan your marketing pizza. If you look at a pizza, it's divided up into eight slices, but really each slice can be 100 slices. It doesn't matter. But each slice of that pizza is a different kind of marketing. You have PR, you have direct mail, you have your website, SEO, search engine marketing, you know, collateral, whatever, all these different things that you can, speaking engagements, all these different things that you can do to market your business. And social media is just one slice. Maybe for some companies it's a very big slice, and for other companies it doesn't exist at all. So you have to look at look at your marketing. That's where this marketing plan concept comes back. Mm-hmm. You have to look at your marketing and pick the stuff that works. So if you're plugging away on social and it's not the right thing, it's not working for you, either you've got to tweak that up and change it around a lot, or maybe, you know what, maybe your product is a better product for advertising, direct mail, or some, some other method of, of marketing. Um, or social media is only, becomes a smaller part. Maybe you need to advertise. Maybe they need to put $20, $50 into social media or Facebook advertising every week to attract the attention. Um, and then thirdly, you know, she's listening to the show, which is great, you know, getting, getting information, but, you know, maybe it goes to the point where you uh, talk to a consult, PR marketing consultant uh, that can help you uh, narrow this down for you. You can, you can hire people for a few hours. You don't have to hire, you know, spend tens of thousands of dollars. You can read a lot and you can learn and educate yourself on marketing. And that's a challenge a lot of small businesses have. They're good at what they do, but they're not good marketers. So they have to learn how to market. Well, we're going to come up on a quick break, but maybe this is a perfect opportunity to talk about um, the giveaway that you're offering. What do you think about that, Bill? That sounds good. Because they I'll can hire you. Well, okay. Well, I'm uh, because I am committed as you are to helping people grow their businesses. Um, I, I'm offering if anybody wants to. Uh, uh, picked at random, uh, going to help give a person a half hour consultation on just their marketing challenges. I'll answer direct questions. I'll, I'll look at their LinkedIn profile. So all they really have to do is just email me, and that's wj corbett c o r b e t t at corbettpr.com. It's wj corbett corbettpr.com. Just, just send me your name, and we'll and and this. Oh, and also you have to use the the, the term LinkedIn winner in your email to qualify, and we'll pick one person at random in the next couple of days, and uh, well, that's that. Okay, that's perfect. So when we come back, gosh, Bill, I feel like we had so many questions. We covered a lot today. Um, I could have you on the show for four hours, I think, if we would still have Mm -hmm. so much more to cover. But this is really great. When we come back, so we took a – the giveaway. You know, that's truly very, very generous of you. I hope the listeners will take advantage of that. So that's great. But when we come back, Bill is going to share with us some really, really incredible um, business tips. So you'll definitely want to stay with us. And um, I also got the great news from Bill that he's going to be a part of our very special Paying It Forward um, show, which is going to air in two weeks. Um, So that will be April 23rd. So everybody will definitely want to tune in to that. We're going to have about 10 entrepreneurs on that show. So it's going to be great. So everyone hang in there and stay with us as Bill Corbett of Corbett Public Relations comes back with some great business tips. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Have you been laid off? 
Fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search, physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one spiritual perspective. All must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed. This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work. For more on Alan Sherwood, MBA, and the show, check out his website, SuccessfullyUnemployed.com. Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 Central here on Toginet.com. Spirituality and wealth, are you keeping them separate? On the Spiritual and Wealthy Show, every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, Deborah Atian Wilson, known as the Intuitive Spiritual and Wealth Coach, enjoys kicking the old mindset to the curb that life needs to be spiritual or wealthy, when you can actually be both. Listen to the only spiritual and wealthy show for Deborah's playful, practical bottom line, cutting-edge wisdom to help you create the life you want and the life that you deserve. What does prosperity mean to you? How do you feel about being wealthy? Deborah's spiritual and wealthy show is about thinking and feeling differently about prosperity and wealth and how they are one. By being more playful about the ideas of spirituality and wealth and not taking ourselves so seriously, the spiritual and wealthy show will support you through Deborah Atian Wilson's raw, authentic, and tell it like it is trademark radio style. Heard every Wednesday here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and we have Bill Corbett of Corbett Public Relations, Inc. So, Bill, before we get to our five business tips, which, of yeah. course, we run up every show with Can you just tell us a little bit more about your firm and how somebody can get in touch with you if they would like to hire you for consulting and maybe just give us a few examples of of some of your clients now so that if uh, i have listeners out there maybe you guys can hook up no, thank you very much. Well, Corbin Public Relations is a uh, you know full service uh, PR marketing firm. We we specialize in media relations. That's getting people on television and newspapers and radio interviews like this and things along that line to help build their build the business brands and build uh, credibility that, that attracts business and gives salespeople uh, valuable. Uh, tools and collateral to help make deals and make sales. And we all, and that's the one side of our business. And the other side is more on the one-on-one consulting or the small group consulting. That's why I launched Grow Your Personal Brand. It's an organization and program that helps individuals you know, identify exactly what we're talking about here today, You know, how they create their personal brand and how they use it to advance their careers and, and be more successful. And they can contact us through both my CorbettPR.com website 
and they can look at LinkedInWinner.com, which is a, a site that I created with the different programs that we have for individuals and businesses to use LinkedIn, but really to how to brand themselves more effectively. And that's, you know, the, your mission is very similar to mine. I want to help small business great. owners as well as larger ones. And, and we, we work with companies such as Remax of New York and their agents and one Long Island Teachers Federal Credit Union and Advantage Payroll Service with Rob Basso are just a few of the clients that have some name recognition that you would be familiar with. Okay, this is perfect. So with that, um, let's start with our first business tip. Okay, so we, I mentioned this already, but I'm going to put an exclamation point here on it that don't even start using social media unless you have a plan. We talked about this. If you, know, if you need to have a plan for social media, if you don't, you're going to be wasting your time. Time is money. You need to be efficient in your business operation. Just like you should have a networking plan. If you're a networker and you go out to events and you just show up and have a cocktail or eat a little pig in a blanket, you know, that's not what networking is. Networking is work, and you need to plan, plan it properly. So uh, take a few minutes. Create a plan for your different networking and different marketing things you're involved with, including social media, you'll be much more productive, and, and that time yeah. budget is part of it. I think that's a great idea. I have to tell you, I think I did it by accident. I don't know, Bill, but a couple of weeks ago, I'm not sure if you saw or advertised, but um, one of the local moms here did MamaCon. Did yes, you hear about I heard that? a lot of great buzz about that, sure. Yeah, so it was really, really very good. But I was so on the fence as to whether I should go or not. And um, because my Glovies product is such a small ticket item, you have to sell a lot of Glovies to break even mm -hmm. if you consider all of the costs to go to the show. So I, honest to God, I waited till before the show. And finally, I bit the bullet and I said, what am I crazy? Let me just go even just for the exposure. And mm -hmm. it was a great um, experience for me. But what I did do was I sat down and I went through the list of not just the people coming to the, through the door, the moms that would get to see Glovies, but what I did was I went one step further and I said, well, who are the other exhibitors? Could they possibly be my clients? And guess what? They were. Mm -hmm. And then I said to myself, okay, if I need to get word out about Glovies, who are going to be the PR people that will be there at the show? And sure enough, Newsday was there. So I, my goal's up and I said, Family Circle's going to be there, Newsday's going to be there. And I started to write my little list of the exhibitors. I wanted to go and introduce myself. And it goes back to exactly what you said, without me even realizing it, I established a network plan and it was because when I got home and the next day after the show, I started to review exactly how much I got out of the show. I was able to back and say, well, this was my plan. This is what I wanted to accomplish and this is what I actually accomplished. So I, I think you're so wrong that it worked for me. Yep. And okay. uh, I guess so kind of, kind of a, just a, an addition to that first point is that Marketing is not a it's not a sprint. It's not a hundred yard dash. It's a uh -huh. it is a marathon, right? And you need to stick to your uh, training, and you need to run the marathon, and, and you're running this every single day, and and keep keep at it and keep at it. So 
remember that even there are days like our, the person who sent in the question, they're frustrated, right? You have to keep at it. You have to keep at it every day. And then think about it try and make it fun, like the advice you're giving to your sister. You, know, you, have, you have to think about ways to mix it up and make it, make it fun and interesting. It doesn't have to be all drudgery. Maybe you want to go to MamaCon or you want to go to a trade show and try something different, meet some different people. Remember, it's all about meeting people and developing relationships, whether it's done online or done one-on-one at a networking event or done in a trade show. You've got to do that, but, but stick to it. Don't give up and don't get frustrated and just sit at your desk. Yeah, this is great. So, all right, let's move on to tip number two. That was, that was two. Let's go to three. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. I guess I'll just repeat it. So create a marketing plan for yourself. Set goals and write the out even if it is just one page. Right. Look at it and stick to it. So that's perfect. You're right. We just talked about that. Okay. Let's move on to tip number three. So look, we have a couple minutes left here, and I think this is an important point for everybody. Video is very, very important. No matter what business you're in, Glovies, an accounting firm, uh, or a not-for-profit, whatever it is, you need to have a video presence uh, on your website, you need it on your Facebook page, and you need to be on YouTube. Now, people get scared, and they, don't, they may not want to be in front of the camera, or they're not sure what exactly to do. Well, first of all, you have to bite the bullet, and you have to, think, you have, you have to do it. Because if you don't do it, and you don't get some video um, involved in your marketing effort, uh, you're going to you're, you are you're probably now two or three years behind your competitors, and every wow. single day you're falling behind more quickly. Everybody has a smartphone, everybody has a tablet, everybody has a computer, and video is the preferred way to uh, receive content. Now they look at videos on their phones, they look at videos on their tablets, and if you can, you need to create video messages that convey both your personal brand, but also what you do, your, your product you serve, the products, products you sell, and, this, and the services you offer. The videos don't have to be very long, but they have to be there. Well, it's so funny because over the weekend I did a video of my kids using glovies with their friends to dye Easter eggs Mm -hmm. and Bill I'm so critical about myself I keep saying okay I'm gonna do the video I'm gonna but I just have to lose five more pounds (laughs) it's so stupid Bill because you the message out there is you know what I'm a mom just like anybody else does it really matter the production value matters to some degree but most people understand you're a small business, I'm a small business. They understand that we don't have, you know, 18-person production crews who can come in and shoot a, a HD-quality commercial. You know, a short, a short video that conveys a message with real people is, is effective. And the lifespan of, many, lifespan of many videos may only be a week, a month, a year. You know, they don't need to stay up there forever until you just get something new. But not having it is a big mistake. You need to have, and you, I mean businesses out there, entrepreneurs out there, you need to have a video presence. And, you know, we, we, we identified this years and years ago. You, you, we started the show off discussing Rob Basso and Advantage. You know, we, we recognized with Rob that, you know, the video is a very important part of marketing. And video also comes in the way of, you know, getting on television and using that video for, for marketing purposes as well. Oh, yeah. That's, that's really important to bring up, I think. Right, Bill? If someone gets written up in the newspaper if they're on TV, um, they should probably have a professional, I mean, what do you call it, a mini video, a, a clip. They should have a professional clip done, right? And Everybody you know, should have a professional clip done. They should have a professional clip done about like, who they are um, and what, they're, uh-huh. what they stand for. It doesn't have to be all business, too. They're, they're involved in charity or your family life and things like that, your hobbies. 
and and then something you know something a little bit more professional that talks about why people should hire you, why should they retain you versus somebody else. That's really what social media is all about: is answering the question why. Why should people pick you versus all the other people out there who have a similar product or service? Your product is different; not, there are not a lot of competitors, but you have you know everybody else has a lot of different competitors. They have to and they have to stand out. Yeah, this is great. I can't believe we have three minutes, so we have to quickly. I got another email here requesting, please say his email for the drawing again. That's Corbett at CorbettPR.com, and Corbett spelled C-O-R-B-E-T-T. It's Corbett at CorbettPR.com, and you have to include in your email LinkedIn winner. Okay, perfect. Okay. Tip number four, two minutes left. Read right, so it we, and then. Um, we'll no, we'll bang, bang these two out real quick. So, you know, understand okay, who your ahead. ideal clients are. Oh, yeah. We talked about that a bit, right? And we talked about that before. And really write that down. That's, that's, that's the tip here. Write down who your ideal clients are, as you recommended. You know, find your niches and try to define it a little bit more closely. And then that'll help you uh, market better and di- more directly to. Uh, the people who will buy from you. That's great. And tip number five is really, really right on target. Demonstrate your expertise. Tell us about that. Well, that's people want to do business with experts, but this is how you can attract attention. You want to use a, create a blog, use video, and then, as we alluded to a minute ago, get some PR coverage. Get out in the newspapers. Get out in magazines. Be on television. All right. Does it take work and effort to, to build relationships with these media outlets? Sure. But it can be done. You can hire a PR firm like Corporate Public Relations, but you can, you can call up a TV station if you have a good idea. You can email a TV station or a newspaper if you have a good idea for a story. And don't be afraid to try. Build, but you have to have some planning involved. Don't go in cold. But if you have a good product, you have a good idea, don't be afraid. That media coverage can spread the word about your company to thousands, potentially even millions of people. And it's great marketing material that you can use on social media. You can print it out and you can show people why your product is uh, is good and why Newsday or the New York Times is talking about you. And that's this is great. Business. Well, here we go. We're at the end of our show. Bill Corbett of Corbett Public Relations, thank you so much for being a part of Paying It Forward. Okay, everyone, listen. Have a productive week and Bill's going to be back with us in a couple of weeks. See you next week everyone. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on Toginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments,